Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Yeah, so how was your week? My week has been blessed, mm-hmm. full of joy, yeah. full of joy and just great expectation, mm-hmm. great expectation of growth, yeah. great expectation and I'm, I'm very thankful to God for his word, Yes, his word that just keeps me and let me give a, an example. On uh, yesterday, on uh, not yesterday, this was Monday. Yeah. Um, Pastor B three, who is our network leader, and yourself, just started to share different audios of things we should listen to, things yeah. we should listen to, to just get back as shepherds yeah. and not become dull-hearted. Because yeah. when we don't seek the Lord, we become dull-hearted. And you know, one of those days when you're just, when it's now a thing of obedience, mm. where you're listening out of I really don't feel like listening, yes. but let me yes. tune in. So when I say I'm thankful for the word, it's that I'm thankful that I am on fire again mm-hmm. because of just a stirring that has come from me listening to old teachings about the place of prayer, about the place mm-hmm. of the word. So that's what I mean by I'm thankful for the word and just the continuous uplifting that has come from me being under a good shepherd. Yep. Because a good shepherd has fed me with knowledge and understanding. So mm-hmm. now I am just, yeah, I'm thankful for the overflow. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. You know, I... I my week I was still stuck on last week you know going away for the pastor's retreat and just being under the teaching of the word from Apostle Mose and just receiving from him and then the high flyers and multipliers gathering on Sunday come on now like totally blew me away I had a really good time just being in the house of the Lord and receiving from God and just just, just, just listening to the Father and receiving what God has for us. For me, it was like the highlight of my week, which was last week, you know. But I'm just grateful to God for the opportunity of being in such a good church family with such incredible shepherds like Apostle Mose and Pastor Ari. Amen. Shout out to Apostle Mose and Pastor Ari. We see you. We love you. Yeah. Revma and Apostle Mose, thank you so much for loving us. Thank you so much for feeding us with knowledge and understanding. Yes. You know, yeah, so I'm really... For being yeah. extremely sacrificial, loving, not holding anything back kind of shepherd. Yes. I remember on the network gathering, Apostle Mose was sharing with us at the High Flyers gathering and he mentioned that he had been teaching through the week and yeah. laboring in the word and when we were having our lunch break, he was taking a nap mm. so that he can wake up and give us more word. Yes. That's what we mean by laboring. Thank you, Apostle Moses, for being a good shepherd. If we're in a good church, I don't know about you, but yeah, as it. So thank you so much for yes. laboring in the word and feeding us and Consistently, yeah, just loving us. Just thank never you. holding anything back. Yes, yes. Amen. Thank you. thank you, Jesus, for such good shepherds. Uh-huh. So the other week, Papa Blesso and Pastor Roxy. Hey. were here and they were teaching hey. you come know, on now they took us through a teaching from Ephesians chapter 4 yeah. from verse 17 to 24 you know and generally we have been studying about the heavenly man mm. and about what it means to put off the old man the old man yeah. 
and to put on the new man who was created in newness of yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we've been focusing on and studying about and meditating on. And, you know, today we want to take it somewhere else. Yeah, I so like it. So go ahead. Where do we Those want to take Spirit it? Those on Spirit TV, uh, Spirit FM, you are welcome. Thank you for tuning in. We also have Harvest Radio. So there's a link going around for Harvest Radio, which is extremely clear. So if you're new to tune in, please tune in and share the link. All right, today we're talking about Galatians chapter 5, from verse 16 to verse 25. Yeah. We are continuing with the word that has been being shared about the heavenly man, about renewing and conforming ourselves to the heavenly man. And so today we are continuing from where... Pablo and Pastor Roxana stopped where they were just really talking to us about putting off, putting on the new man who we now are because there's a difference between being a new man and then just putting him on, renewing the mind and having the experience. Mm. And so today we are talking about walking in the spirit. Spirit. Hey, are you ready? Are you ready? We are ready. Okay, so Galatians 5.16 Galatians 5.16 says I say then Walk in the spirit And you shall not fulfill The lust of the flesh Yep You shall not fulfill The lust of the flesh Yeah Now, walking in the spirit is actually living according to the spirit. Yeah. 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 Fashioning your life, your thoughts, everything you do according to the spirit. Yeah? yeah. And so when you make that decision, that's how you defeat the flesh. You know? And and you know, I was thinking about this scripture earlier and I realized that walking in the spirit is actually offensive. It's an offensive move. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes you're so bent on trying to avoid the lust of the flesh but you're not focusing on walking in the spirit yes. you know yes. and then you find that you're failing because you're, the thing you focus on is the one that you're magnifying yes. yeah? Yeah. and so God is saying the only way for you not to walk or to fulfill the lust of the flesh is to actually walk in the spirit you know but then the question is so what is walking in the spirit what is walking in the spirit like for real you know walking in the spirit like I said is you choose to walk and focus on and fashion your life according to the word okay according to the word what's on your mind walking in the spirit um the first thing I, I just want to ask to think about is that it says, walk in the spirit. There's a journey to take. There's a journey to take, right? Have you ever thought that there's walk in the spirit? Meaning there's an experience available for you and I to take. That the experience of being born again is not the last experience there is in this journey. Amen. Yeah, that, that, that first encounter that you had is not the last experience that there is. Yeah. That revelation that you got yesterday is not the last experience there is. And so when I see the word walk, yeah. what, I, what comes to mind is that the idea is to take a journey. Mm-hmm. 
heavenly man, heavenly woman watching and listening to me. And I want you to know that by the end of our teaching and sharing today, yeah. you will be very excited and start up to be constant Amen. in the spirit, to walk Amen. in the spirit, to stay in a certain place of mindset and thinking and being spiritually minded because that's the experience we're supposed to have. The idea is not that you stay in one place and you have one experience. No, the idea is that you walk, that you go places, that you understand what it means to become a generous person and then you move from being a tither to being a person who gives your first fruits to being a person who, you understand, to being a generous, you, every, every, it's available for you and I yep. to have experiences in the spirit. Mm. To, to, to walk, when you, say, when you say I'm going to take a walk, when you go, home, when you go outside of your compound and take a walk somewhere, mm. you see trees, you see valleys, you see buildings, you see ponds, you see potholes, praise the Lord, come on now, you see bridges, you see, when you're taking a walk somewhere, the idea is that you're going to have different experiences and I think what we are talking about today is that the word of God yep. and prayer is where we start to go have these experiences in the word of God. And that as a believer, I heard this statement from Pastor Bivri once shared it with me last year as we were, we were, we were learning different things and said, learn to exert your, I think it was in one of those Zoom retreats we had sometime. And she said, learn to exert yourself where it matters. Yeah. Child of God, listening to me this evening, where it matters is in the place of prayer and in the place of the word and yeah. in the place of obedience to our disciples. Walking in the spirit requires that we exert ourselves where it matters. Where does it matter? In the place of the word. Yeah. To become a renewed man, to become a renewed woman, a man who's dressed in the new man, we must exert ourselves in the right place. Yeah. And the place of exertion for a believer, for you and I, is the place of prayer and a place of the word. The place of the word. The place know, of prayer and the place of the word. Yeah. You know that the Holy Spirit... And the word are in agreement. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're walking in the spirit, you are walking according to the word of God. Mm. Mm. That means you must have knowledge of the word of God. And the way you do that is you read it, you memorize it, you meditate on it, you speak it back, you write it down, you listen to it, you saturate yourself in the word of God. That's how you walk in the spirit. And then, on top of that, prayer. The place of prayer is very important. And it's very funny, but these are things that have always been told to us. Read your Bible. Pray every day. You know, that's how you walk in the spirit. So, it's you're living by and you're conducting all your actions according to the word of God. That's how you walk according to the spirit. Yeah. And thank you, thank you, Pastor Jeff. The thing I was thinking about is that prayer and the word will give us the greatest return. As a parent, as a shepherd, as a preacher, come on now. Yeah, because you cannot preach what you don't know. You cannot, you cannot be an anointed teacher of the word if you're not a person of prayer. You cannot be an anointed shepherd who feeds people with knowledge and understanding when you don't know the word of God to give them. Yeah. The prayer and the word are the thing that is going to give us the greatest return as we walk in the spirit. The thing I, that's the thing that's on my mind. And to be able to, be the, to have the greatest return as a son or a daughter, to have the greatest return as a parent, it's prayer and the word of God and being under a shepherd. 
Everyone needs a pastor. Come on now. One who will show you and say, don't go this way, go that way. Because being under prayer and the word, listening to teachings, includes listening to anointed men and women of God. Because 99.9% of the revelation we have is from somebody whom we had. And then we built on it. I learned that from Apostle Mose. Right? it's, It's not my clever's. It's not my clever. So part of being under prayer and the word is being under the commands and the instruction of a disciple, of a good shepherd, of a pastor who's feeding you with knowledge and and understanding, of being under the authority of a missional community leader Mm. who is feeding you with knowledge and understanding, of a cohort shepherd who gathers the sheep and feeds with knowledge and understanding, of a zonal pastor, of a location pastor, of a network leader, of a movement leader, feeding with knowledge and understanding. And that's one of the ways that prayer and the word become the thing that we walk in because to walk in the spirit is to walk in prayer and the word because yeah, it says the words that I, the, the, it is the spirit who gives life John 6 63 the flesh profits nothing yeah. the words that I speak to you are, spirit, are spirit and, and their life, life. Mm. so where are you exerting your pressure where are you exerting yourself mm-hmm. the question that I like to ask which I've also come to learn is what thing do you give up when it comes to when it, when it comes to pressure when you're under pressure, when you have deadlines to beat at work, yeah. when you have an exam to do the next day, what is the thing that you give up on? What is the thing that you say, I'll catch up on? Is it the place of prayer and the word? Yeah. Then, then our conversation the is not thing that over. You sacrifice. Yes, our conversation mm. is not over because this is going to sound a lot like what has been being taught. But the conversation is not over until we have come to the place of understanding that I am not going to successfully be constant in the spirit if mm-hmm. I am not given completely to the place of prayer and to the place of the word. When 5 a.m. prayers in courts are no longer an option but yeah. a life-giving thing. Where it's a question of I will be on that call because it's the oxygen that I need for that day. Mm. Where flow prayer is not a by the way. It's a thing of on every Wednesday. Whether I'm driving to work, whether I'm in the room, I'm in flow prayer. Why? Because it has become our life. Walking in the spirit, how? By prayer and the word. The conversation is not over. Until these have become our foremost, most important priority. Yep. Yep. That's now, the thing now, that let, me, let, about. Me, let me just take you back a little bit because he says 516 walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh mm. yeah I want us to take it back and help somebody who is a new believer a new believer young believer you know we have over 1000 yeah. salvations every yeah. week so there yeah. are so many believers who are listening to us so many new believers what is the flesh what is the flesh. First Thessalonians 5.23 is a scripture we read a yeah. lot. Mm. Huh? Mm. Which says, Now may the God of peace himself mm. sanctify you completely. Mm. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So you know, like Apostle Moses always teaches us that you are spirit. You have a soul, and you live in a body. So the body is what enables me to high-five you. The soul is what enables me to... You didn't high-five my spirit. Come on now. (laughs) I didn't high-five your spirit. I can't see it, Mm. you know. Mm. But through my body, I communicate with you. Yes. So the flesh is the body plus the soul. Yes. 
And the soul is where the emotions actually exist. Mm. So when you're happy, it is your soul that is happy. It's not your body which is happy. Mm. When you are sad, it is your soul which is happy, which is sad. Which yeah? is sad. So the flesh is the soul plus the body. Mm. Yeah? And then when he says walk in the spirit, he's saying walk according Yes. To the Holy Spirit. Mm. Yeah. Now we know that he who was joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. First yes. Corinthians 6, 7. Yes. Yeah. So when you when you're joined to 6, 7 or 6, 17? 17. 17. When you are joined to the Lord, your spirit is revived and you're one spirit with the Holy Spirit. So you have two things warring against each other yes. inside you. Yes. There's a war going on between the spirit and the flesh. And he's saying in this text, walk according to the spirit and you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Yeah? So verse 17, he says, for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. They are at war all the time. You know? There's, there's literally a war going on inside of you. Let me tell you a story. I read a book, a Billy Graham book called Holy Spirit. And in that book, he tells a story which for me really captured this thing. Yeah? And I want to tell that story because for me, I think it was like, it, I understood. You know when we say, I have understood? Yeah? So he tells a story in that book of um, a farmer. And this farmer goes to he goes to the market once a week on Wednesdays, like today. And every time he goes to the farm, to the farm, to, to the market, he goes with his produce, but he also goes with two dogs, two dogs in two cages. Yeah? Because in the, in the market, there used to be dog fights. Okay? There used to be dog fights. So he used to take his two dogs to take part in the dog fight. Okay? And most of the time, it was one of his dogs against another of his dogs. So he always had two dogs. So he would go to the market, set up the area where the dogs are going to fight, and then people would come and bet on the different dogs. So you would assume that, say, he would come with, say, a German shepherd, okay? Brown, big, vicious German shepherd in one cage, and then he would come bulldog. with a bulldog, yes, but I like the Rottweiler. Can't say that name, but also I know that dog. So he would come mm. with a black Rottweiler with a brown highlights in another cage. And then he would invite the guys in the market to bet on which dog would win the fight. Yeah? So people would come and say, oh, I'm putting 1,000 on the, on, the, on the German shepherd. No, 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 the other one looks more vicious. Hey. I'm putting 2,000 on the other one. You know, and then he would hit the cages and just get the, the dogs aggressive. Huh? Makes them make sure they're aggressive against each other. Then when the dogs are most aggressive against each other, then he opens the cages. And then the dogs just start fighting. You know? And then, the interesting thing is that after people have bet, you know, he knew which dog to bet against. So he always won the bet. He always won the bet. Yeah. So after the fight, he puts the dogs back in his cages. He's counting his money. He's excited. He puts it in his pocket and heads back to his farm. 
And a little boy comes to him and says, but how is it that you always know which dog is going to win the fight? And do you know what he tells him? Mm. He says, the dog I feed is the one that wins the fight. I have understood. Have you understood? Yeah. Child of God, if you feed the flesh, the flesh will win the fight. It is predictable. It is predictable. If you feed the spirit, hands down, the spirit will win the fight. So the question is, what dog are you feeding? Have you understood? Type in the chat that you have understood because I have understood. What dog are you feeding? And you know, Pastor Solomon, you think about it because everything around us is like it's, de- it's designed to feed the flesh. Mm. You turn on the TV, you just want to relax and watch a nice movie. You always have more options. Now there's Netflix. Yeah. Then there's they, sub- they subsidize the cost of DSTV. Like, they're always there. There's just so many things. You're driving on the street. You turn on the TV. You turn on the news. It's like everywhere you look. You turn on the WhatsApp F, and the forwards are overwhelming. The forwards, the, the status, yeah. the what? It's the like TikTok. Come on everything now. Everything is designed to, to feed, feed the, flesh. the flesh. And so you must be deliberate about feeding the spirit. Why? Because the dog you feed is the one will that will win, win the, the fight. fight. And the man does not feed the dog at the market. No, not at all. The time to feed is not when the crisis has come. When the fight is on. The time to feed your spirit is before the crisis comes. The time to meditate on the scriptures of peace is not when the deadline and the anxiety and the loved one who is not, seems not to be getting well, that's not the time to, to, to pump up and say, you go to Google, scriptures on peace. There you're planting yeah. seed and that one you will bear fruit next, the next year or whenever else. That one is not for the moment. Scriptures the man, on protection. Yeah, scriptures on divine protection. No, 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 no. The time is not when the robbers are at the door and they will not come near you in the name of Jesus. But are you understanding what I'm saying, right? The time of feeding is not at the market. The guy didn't get and say, we first eat here. No. At that point, he knows what he already fed. Because for many of us, Pastor Jeremy, we... we First of all, come to the understanding that it's a constant fight between the lust of the, I mean, the flesh and the spirit. So then we need to know that I have to constantly be feeding before the time comes for me to engage. Mm. I must constantly be meditating on the word of God for me to be able to apply it. I came across a scripture. I was listening to one uh, faith booster from last year. I was listening to it yesterday. It's called uh, something about breakthrough anyway. And a scripture came to my mind regarding this. If you go to 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 18, Mm -hmm. I am even memorizing it because Mm -hmm. it's in line with what we are talking about now. We are in a fight of the spirit and of the flesh. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 18, I'm getting there in one second. Here is what it says. This is Paul telling Timothy, this Mm -hmm. I charge, no, this charge I commit to you, son Timothy, Mm -hmm. according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them Mm -hmm. you may wage what? A good warfare, isn't it? Is that what the scripture says? Mm. That by them you may do what? Sorry, sorry. A good warfare, right? That by them you may wage. Faith. 
Yeah, that by them you may wage a good, a good warfare. Now, the prophecy doesn't come on that moment. It is the one that was made concerning you. There are words that have been spoken over you. There are words that have been spoken over your family. Yeah. There are words that have been spoken over your children. Yeah. By those words which have been spoken, wage the good warfare. Mm. That is the food that the dog ate is the one it's using to fight mm. now. But it must have been eating the food to be able to fight. You must have been meditating and feeding on the word yeah. to be able to apply it when the storm comes. Jesus did meditate on peace mm. when the storm came. No, yeah. at that point he just woke up and said, peace, 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 peace still. still. And it's the image to which we are conforming. Meditate on the word before. Exert yourself where it matters. It exert matters that you exert yourself in the place of prayer. It matters that you exert yourself in the place of the word before the time to execute or to use it comes. Mm. Amen. Amen. The warfare is constant. There is a constant fight between the blanket and the prayer room. Come on now. <laughs> there is a constant yeah. fight between the chikalai and fasting on Wednesday. Hey. There is a constant fight. There is a constant fight between should I hold my peace or should I engage in the gossip? Gossip. You know, <laughs> And when you think about it, mm -hmm. if you think of all the times you've compromised, you've been feeding the flesh. Yeah. You've really been investing in the flesh. Yeah. And so when you're physically tired in your body, that's a time for you to actually be very sensitive. Because you tend, sometimes when you're physically tired is when you tend to switch off, you know. That's why it's important for you to constantly be in the word meditating on scripture, studying the word, have the word everywhere, you know, in your car, at home, you know, listen to the audio Bible, listen to someone after someone after someone, just listen, just saturate your spirit with the word of God. Yeah, you will never know when it will, when you It's a book called How to Have an Effective Quiet Time, something like that. And yeah, I think that it's a long, but it has the word quiet time on the heading. And, and Bishop Doug was talking about the, play, the quiet time, the place of prayer mm. helps us to meditate on the word of God and actually have time to read the word of God. And he said, how many believers do you meet and they do not know John chapter 1 verse 12? By heart. How many believers do you meet and they don't know Second Corinthians 5.17 by heart? Yeah. Then he said, no, no, Romans chapter 6 verse 23. Now I knew the first two, I didn't know that one. So today I said, I, I have to, by the time Bishop Doug comes to Nalia, praise the Lord. He must find me when I know Romans chapter 6 verse 23. It says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal mm. life in mm. Christ Jesus our Lord. Yeah. I had to learn it because I was embarrassed. I was reading the book and I was like, he is saying a verse that I don't know because I need John 1 12. I know 2 Corinthians 5. When it said Romans 6 23, I said, Huh? Hey! He said, These are fundamental scriptures. Every believer must know them. And he was saying that believers who don't have quiet time is one of the biggest reasons why we have shallow Christianity. Any little whims that comes near you, any small thing. Oh my God, oh my God, where's the person? Oh my God, oh my God, I can't make it anymore because we have not embraced the place of prayer and the place of the word exerting ourselves where it matters so anyway yeah and I was rebuked quickly and I memorized Romans 6 23 he's going to come and teach us when he comes to Nalia he has to find when I know the scripture and just challenging myself to say I need to know more scripture you need to know more than you knew before your greatest limitation apostle has shared with us is yes. what you know now is yeah. the revelation you know now yeah. remember it's a journey to take 
as we were thinking about this thing that we are talking about of walking in the spirit, one of the things that came to my heart was the point is to be constantly a heavenly man. Yes. To be constantly the light of the world. Mm. Are you understanding? Mm. And I thought about the fact that if you had a flickering light at your home, let me say you have a study room, right? And you have a flickering light. Mm. Can you read using a flickering light? Uh, can you read properly? And you say you have an exam and the light is flickering. Can you read? But for many of us are the light of the world, but we are flickering lights. Yeah. Now I'm happy, now I'm not. Now I'm forgiving, now I'm not. Now I'm joyful, now I'm not. Mm, Why? Mm. Because of what we are feeding. Yes. Because of where our mind is centered. Colossians 3, remember, says, set your mind and keep it set on things above and not on things on the earth. That's how you stop being a flickering light, you and I. Where today Pastor Glory is excited, tomorrow she's not excited. Today I'm a disease person. No, 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 no. To tomorrow say that I'm constantly, I'm constantly, yes, how? Yes. By feeding myself on the word of God. We are the light of the world, not the flickering light. Psalm yeah. 119. Hmm? Verse 9. How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. Verse 10 says, with my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander mm. from your commandments. Mm. I like verse 11. Mm. Your word I have hidden in my heart mm. that I might not sin against, against you. you. Mm. Hidden mm. in my heart. It's there. It's mm. in my heart. Mm. It's, in my, it's right there. Yeah. You know, it's part of me. Mm. You know, I don't have to carry the Bible with me it is inside. Meaning, like it was for Jesus. Yes. It I've is written. I've meditated on it. Mm. I've memorized mm. it. It's part of who I mm. am. You know? Yeah. That's how you walk in the spirit. Yes. You know? That's how you meditate and you get the word inside of you. And, and, and you know, it's funny, but these are things that we've had continuously, continuously. Mm. But we just somehow don't take it seriously. I think, and I was thinking about that, that very thing you're saying, do we take, take it seriously? And I just remembered a word of wisdom that Apostle Moses shared, because I don't think it's even about completely not taking it seriously, because I was thinking about it, that exact thought, that why is it that it's something that we are not yet, eh, or that we are continuously working on? And I remembered a word of wisdom Apostle Moses gave. If you receive it as a word of wisdom, it will change your life. And he said that the world is in constant decay. Yeah. The world is constantly in decay. The moment you stop, you're going down. You're not going up. It's ascension that requires exertion. Yeah. And it's, I, I received it as a radical I choose to have to live my life because when you and I understand that it is a, it's a world that's constantly pulling you down you're, you're, you're more prone to feel like sleeping than to feel like praying yes. then you're going to exert yourself and first wash your face when you wake up yeah. do you understand what yeah. I mean yeah, yeah, yeah Mark 135 every time I am slamping on prayer I just have morning. to replay I have to just replay that that's teaching where Apostle Moses broke down Mark 135 my, one of my best scriptures in my whole life yeah. hey, I can <laughs> preach it any day because that day I was awakened to that thing. I replayed why? Because I'm constantly decaying. I'm constantly feeling like what, what I mean by because it's that I'm constantly more prone to, to the things yeah. of the flesh. Yes. The world is constantly pulling you to the, the moment you settle, the moment you stop being 
radical. The moment you say, I won't read my Bible plan for one day, that is the day you gave way. The moment you say this one yeah. hour, no, 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 no. So it's a constant thing to stay in the world. It, it informs how radical we become. Because many times I don't even think that it's that we don't want. But that the process of becoming dull-hearted is a process. You don't wake up one day and you don't feel like, no, 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 no. It has been a process of what? Of filling my mind with things that are not the word of God. And now today we want to stir you up to say, become radical. And you know become what? radical. You know? That day we understand that, that, that day we understand this thing, we'll become radical. You'll be at every fellowship, you'll be at every prayer meeting, you'll be at every MC meeting, you'll be in every, you'll read every scripture, you'll listen to every video that's sent yeah. to you. Why? Because you're, I'm constantly saying no to conformity. I refuse, I refuse to, to, to allow that I'm sick. I refuse to allow that I'm going down. I am always ascending, I am advantaged. Sometimes you may not feel like saying it, but you have to hear it and then at the fourth hearing you're like okay okay I'm trying again I'm going to the world it. is constantly decaying and it's a word of wisdom to inform how radical you choose to live your life you and I where it's like I'm going to be radical if it's worshipping you sing all the songs why because you're more prone to stay sitting in your chair than to lift up your hands come on now you're more prone to not go to garage than to wake up on Sunday after working the whole week yes, you're more, you and I are more Flesh prone yes we are more prone the we are more prone to and eating. The spirit are always at war. Yeah, we are more prone to the flesh. Because he says, and these yeah. are contrary to one another. Mm. And you know, you realize that when you spend, when you spend a little bit of time, like say when you say, okay, you know what? Uh, let me sleep a bit. I'll read the Bible tomorrow. I'll meditate on the verse tomorrow. I'll listen to that sermon tomorrow. And then you fill your mind with other things. The time you come back to it. It's like you're seeing stars. Ask me, ask me it's how like many days I am in my Bible plan. How many days missed, I won't tell you, you know, but I am like, catching like up. Like you get to a place where you, your heart has literally become hard, you know? Like you try to get into the word and something is not shifting. It's like your heart has become fallow ground mm. to the things of the word because you've been filling your mind You've been feeding the flesh, literally, you know? And so you have to be mindful of that, that, you're const that the world is constantly hardening your heart yes. towards the things of God. And we have the word of God to constantly renew our hearts towards the word of God. To constantly remind us about the word. Because says, um, Jeremiah, which Apostle Moses has liked, started preaching and preaching on, and we've learned to preach on. I think that's Jeremiah, that, I think 1021, that talks about the shepherds have become dull-hearted. Yeah? The shepherds have become dilated. And I'm talking to us, we are in mission or community meetings. Yeah. Not just, don't look at your MC and say, they are saying you have become dilated. No, you are about to start your own mission or community. And in Wazi Brothers, we teach leaders and shepherds because everyone is called to go out. So I'm talking to you who's listening to me. You are a shepherd. If you're not yet leading an MC or a Hado, you are about to. So in Gen Jeremiah 10, 21, it says that the shepherds have become um, dilated. It's a process. Yeah. Why? 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 They have okay. not sought the Lord. They have not sought the Lord. That when we seek the Lord, then we defy becoming dull-hearted yes, in prayer, in the word, in, in fellowship, in whatever we are doing. Because that is the thing that's going to help us go against the constant fight of the flesh and the spirit. Yes. Yeah. Constantly. It's a process. Constantly. It's a process. The process of becoming dilated is the same as the process of renewing our minds 
and it's available. Yes. It's available for you and I and that's what I want to stir you on to say no 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 no. It's available for you and I to constantly be a person of joy, to constantly be a life-giving person, mm. to constantly be a person of peace, yeah. to constantly be a person who when you walk into the room you are a blessing. Abundance follows you. Favor follows you and your children. To, to have that awareness and actually have that experience. But Pastor Solomon, let me ask a question. Yeah. For the person who is a young believer, yeah, listening in right now, you ask a question, how do I actually become that? How do I become a joyful person? Do I stir myself up? Do I psych myself how does this thing actually work? Because somebody may be thinking that I have to choose in my own strength to be happy. Mm-hmm. When my natural disposition is to be sulky, to be moody, to be sad. How does it actually work? Is it a question for me? Yes, it's a hey. question. Let's talk about it. I mean, I'll give my story. Uh-huh. Yeah, because we are there. There's nothing to about exactly what Exactly what I wanted you to share. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you are going for. Come on, tell us and your story. You have your father, they trap you like that. Yeah, it's so good to share with you, Pastor Jeremy. I've never done it before, so it's nice. So anyway, let me share my story. Um, when Pastor Jeremy and Pastor B3 met me, that was about very quickly. It was about twenty, what, fifteen or something like that. And when they met me, you people, you're seeing me here. I was moody. No, no, I wasn't a flickering light. I was off. My light was off. There was no bulb. There was no fuse. (laughs) It was so bad. It was so bad. I would enter a room. You guys, eh? I would enter a room and I'm annoyed. Mm. As in, you see how I'm here like this, eh? Oh, what you guys got? (laughs) Then you meet me after MC Live. You greet me. Hi, Pastor Solomon. I'm like, Hi. As in, I don't want. You want to cry? I, I want to. No, it was supposed to be even holding my tears. I'm just pissed. Yeah. I tell you, there's nothing that has made me annoyed. I'm annoyed, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Before it's good to have shepherds over you who will bear with you. I'm telling you, Pastor B3, from wherever you're watching, thank you for bearing with me. Yeah. But it was real a burden. And so I was this unjoyful person, full of. Moods, eh? So anyway, what happened? I remember one day I was in a missional community meeting. Mm-hmm. We were at the hub. And I entered the room and this very thing happens. In fact, Minister Timo was there. I remember Pastor Tino, Vashpavis Mianga was there. I remember yeah. Melinda Atubet were there in that meeting. And I entered this missional community meeting and I'm happy making noise. You know, I like making noise. Eh? I enter, make noise, make noise. Then the good thing comes over me. I get pissed. We've come to have fun. You are annoyed. What's up? And then the someone comes to greet me. I don't remember who it was. Hi, how are you? Oh, hi, how are you? They come with the exact hyper that I entered in. You know when someone comes with hi, they're like hi. They froze. I tell those days I didn't want to know. <laughs> and then somebody mentions in the mission or community meeting. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, but some people are uh, uh, for you ever. We, ha- we we are walking on eggshells. We don't know if you're happy, if you're What's sad, us? what, what. We don't know how to act uh, around you. Uh, we don't know how to act around you. Someone, you know, those people who are shouting, but they are not really directing it to you. Mm. So guess what happens? This is the most crazy thing. 
I ask, me, 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 I ask, ha, 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 who is it? <laughs> you people, the people laughed. They laughed, they couldn't believe it. They thought, they thought no, like, how can you be you so can't clueless? be so unaware of what's yeah. going on. I, I was the one who asked. Long story short, I come to this awareness. And I remember that, di- that night, no, that, that was, I can't remember that. I have to remember that story properly because I think it was that night or the very next day. Yeah. I remember I'm driving, we are going, you used to stay with Pastor Beth, we used to stay somewhere in Bokoto. Bokoto yes. And so she's driving, she's reversing, and that day I was going home with her. And I ask her, Pastor B3, on a scale of one to ten, how moody am I? Twelve. Eleven. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 it's not true. Said, said, no, no. I said, no. I, of course, I felt bad. And she said, you know, and what she said? She said, you meditate on scriptures of joy. And God is going to lift it. Because what ends up happening uh-huh. sometimes is that. Meditate. When, yes, because when meditate. you become aware. You try to shake it off quickly. And that's the thing I was trying to say is that some people may be thinking, stir yourself up in the flesh. Choose to be happy. No, no. I said, no, Solomon, don't forge because now you try to quen forge. Yes. I said, no, 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 no. Now you're aware of it. Now we are going to arrest it. How are we going to arrest it? The word. The word of God. I remember she even gave me a gift of a cup. It had the word joy. It's still on my dressing table. It has the word joy. Why? I want my daughter to understand that there is joy in her spirit. So on my birthday, she gave me one of the gifts was a cup with the word joy. I want you to meditate on the fact that that's verse 22 we have not reached, but verse 22 of Galatians 5 says, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy. Allow it to be exuded. One of the things that we did, and that's why we said one of the things you and I must have is to have a pastor over us. Because I remember we would go in meetings and I would tell her, that whenever that good thing comes over me, because I tell you what, it's a demon, you guys. It's just a bad thing. Where you're just there, you're happy, then you're sad. So I would tell her, when that thing happens to me and we're in a meeting and we're in people, please tell me. Mm. Tell me. Mm. So what she would do, she would send a message and say, eh, madam, and I would know what to do. <laughs> I would go, organize myself. Cry. Yeah, cry. I'm, if guys, tears used to come. Pastor Jeremy is emphasizing crying because that thing is to annoy him. Like I'm just there then I'm crying. For what I don't know, I'm just over annoyed and sad. So I would go cry, do whatever I need to do and come and be the light. Come on now and stop flickering. Yeah. Because when I'm in a mood, when you're in a mood, when you're in that thing, you put everyone on eggshells. We don't know, can I talk to her? Can I not talk to her? Is it okay? Is it not okay to approach? Mm. So that discipler that I had over me walked with me on that journey and I was vulnerable enough to say, help me. Yeah. Somebody here, I think it's a word for somebody here, that there is something you have struggled with. There is an addiction you have you struggled with and you need to tell your discipler. It's your mission or community leader, leader. It's your location right pastor. It's your zone pastor. Tell them this thing. Mm. I want you and I to walk in the word together and yeah. overcome it. Yes. Because at the moment you hide those things, it, feel, it, it, it becomes bondage. You feel like I can't overcome it. The moment you share it, it loses power and you are able to come against it. Because the thing that we are talking about is that it's available for you to walk in the word of God as it has been provided. You don't have to be depressed anymore. And you don't have to be moody. You can walk in that joy. You, there's something that happens when you just begin to meditate on the word. You just get a certain assurance 
in your heart concerning that thing. Yes. It's like you're anchored yes. in the scriptures concerning mm. that thing. There's a season in my life when I meditated a lot on scriptures to do with healing. Mm. You know? And I just got a collection of scriptures on healing and put them on my phone. Mm. And I used to go through them. And in that season, I was listening to um, Kenneth Higgins, God's Medicine, mm. a lot. And just listening, listening, listening. I remember that. Time. I got such an assurance in my heart that divine health is mine. But was it because you were you sick know? at that time? No, I wasn't no. even sick. But it started when, when I got to know that actually... When you get born again, healing is part of the salvation package. Yes. You know? Yes. And I was like, but really, how can it possibly be? And I can tell you, I just know in my heart that sickness is not my portion. Amen. Not even flu. Yes, but you've meditated on it so long. One of the scriptures, long before it became one of our scriptures here at Worship Harvest, as if emphasized, was Isaiah 12, 3, For with joy you will draw from the wells of salvation. That was the scripture I started to meditate on those days when I was learning about joy, joy, joy. In his presence, there is, that's Psalm 16, 11. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. At his right hand, the pleasures forevermore. Why? I needed joy to become my portion it wasn't gymnastics it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't no 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 it was i got the word of god and started to declare it and started to refuse when i see dying kicks of a dying horse yeah. that's one of the things of Abel shared last week that we have become a new man but that you you used to practice certain things so there are sometimes there are kicks of a dying horse. You find yourself falling back to a thing that you've overcome. It doesn't mean you've lost. No, it means stay in the word long enough before you know it. The, the horse will real die. There will be no more kicks. You will be very assured of the thing that you have meditated on for a while. Yeah. Exert yourself where it matters, child of God. It matters that you exert yourself in the place of prayer and in the place wow. of the word of Meditation God. Of word. One of the things, Pastor James, if I could just share quickly, mm -hmm. that came to my mind as I was thinking about this, I think it, I just want to touch on verse 18 yep. of, of Galatians, which has been our anchor scripture. It says, but if you are led by the Spirit of God, yeah, by the Spirit, you are not under the law. And when I talked, when I thought about being led by the Spirit, what came to my heart was Psalm 32 verse 8, mm. which says, I instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. And it says, I will guide you with my eye. When I'm reading the word of God, when I'm praying, I allow the Holy Spirit, you and I allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. Yeah. I believe that's one of the reasons why Jesus prayed a long while before daylight. He didn't let his death first happen and then he prayed. Okay, there probably there's also room and there's provision for praying at night. But I want to talk about that thing of I am led by the Spirit. Yeah. I, that I am led. When, when the, when the, when the, when the uh, opportunity for a quarrel comes in my family, the Holy Spirit leads me to bring uh, unity and not to cause strife. When the opportunity comes to, I don't know, to be unjoyful, to lose my peace, the Holy Spirit, who I have been spending time with in the Word and in prayer, yes. leads me. He guides me. Yes. Says they that are led by the Spirit. It's easier to be led when the person who you're following is ahead of you. Mm -hmm. 
That's true. Then when they are behind you, you can't be led from the back. So to be led by the Spirit is, I am looking. You're instructing me with your eye. The God is speaking. When we're in the place of prayer, He's giving you direction. We talk about walking in the Spirit. When you're in the place of prayer, you're saying, okay, how should my day go? Sometimes you're in the place of prayer and you had your line up. And then the Lord interrupts you and says, go and visit Pastor Stewart today before you go to work. And you find that that visit is the thing that has changed that person's life. Yeah. Why? Because you are allowed to be guided in the place of prayer. In the place of reading the word. Exert ourselves where it matters so that we may walk in the spirit constantly. So that we may have the experience of the spirit manifest. Some interesting comment here from Florence Rengabo. She says, the best a flickering light can do is give you a headache is give you a headache, you know? And you can choose today not to be a flickering light. I'm reminded of that scripture from Romans 12, chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. Yeah? Quickly, it says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why? That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Do not conform, but be transformed. Amen. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the battle is really in your mind. Yeah. That's where the battle is happening. That's why we're talking about meditating on scriptures, meditating on the word, memorizing them and speaking them back. Mm. You know? Speaking them back that they may actually come into play in your own life. Amen. That's what we are talking about. All right, the, our brothers and sisters on Spirit FM yeah. are about to go off. And I'd, before you go, I'd like to give you this opportunity and invite you who's listening or watching us today. The things that we are talking about, walking in the spirit, are available after making the first and most important decision of your life, which is to receive Jesus mm. as your Lord and Savior. John 1.12 says that as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. That we have to receive the fatherhood of God. Yes. And we yes. do that by becoming born again. And then after that, we can walk in this experience. So I'm going to invite us who are watching today, if you're in a mission or community today, if you're watching or listening to us online, I'd like you to pray this prayer with me and you will become born again and therefore have the experience of the spirit that we are talking about. Just pray with me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I receive you in my heart today. I receive you in my heart As my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. Take my life take my life and do something significant with it and do something in Jesus mighty it. name in Jesus name amen. amen amen if you just prayed that prayer today you are born again you are born again welcome to the family of God welcome to a new experience if any man is in Christ Jesus he is a new creation you have become a new creation old things are passed away whatever you used to do whoever you used to be has gone and behold all things have become new and all things that are in you now are of God I'd like you to invite you to text the number that's on the screen right now 0775 642 
449 and let us know that I have made the decision today to become born again. There's a pastor at the end of the line who is ready to receive you, to plug you into a mission or community Amen. here at Worship Harvest so that we then start you on the journey to plug you into of a becoming that which the word of God has said you are. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But we are continuing a little bit, just a little bit on YouTube, just to minister to us who have been watching because we, the covers, I mean, we've just started, it just feels like we've just started to share. Yes. But what are we saying today? What we are saying today is that to walk in the spirit, you and I must exert ourselves mm. in the place of prayer, in, the place of, in the place of the word of God, and in the place of obedience to our discipler. Because it's the discipler that opens your eyes. Yes. It's the shepherd that opens your eyes to yes. see, that feeds you with knowledge and understanding of these mm. things that you are already listening to and reading. And even just listening to a shepherd will allow more revelation to come that and you may have the experience. Even just telling you, listen to this, watch listen this. Listen to this, this, watch food. this. Yes, why? Because shepherds are over us for a reason. Yeah. They see ahead of us. So they come and say, now this is good for you. This audio is good for you. It's going to show you something. It's going to take you somewhere. Why? Because it's available for us to walk in the spirit constantly. To be real lights of the world who are constantly shining at home in, the, in, in our families, in our, in our churches, in our workplaces and not flickering lights. They know us in the, our church as excited then at home we are dull. We are, we are angry. Sometimes you have a double life. Why? Because we haven't fully yet embraced that wherever I go I exude joy. Wherever I go abundance follows me. That we become the light of the world that is felt wherever yes. we are. How yes. do we do that? By exerting ourselves in the place of prayer and the place of the word. That is what walk in the spirit means for each and every one of us. Pastor Jeremy, if you could just go ahead and... Yes, yeah, so friends, thank you so much for joining us for MC Live. Remember what we're talking about. We are saying spend time in the word. Spend time in prayer. Build a habit of prayer. Build a habit of prayer. Just make a decision today to become a prayerful person, to become a prayerful believer. You know, just make that decision right now. Even as you get into your huddles, your small groups, just ask the question, what is Jesus saying to you? And what are you going to do about it? And be as clear as light and day. No obfuscation. Yeah. Yes, be as clear. What are you going to do if it's prayer? When are you going to pray? What time are you going to pray? Who is going to hold you accountable? If it's about studying the word and if you're struggling, be open about it. You know, get some help. Make sure you learn how to actually study the word, meditate on it. You know, be obedient to your disciples because they want and wish you the best. Yeah, so that's very, very, very important. And just before we close, if you came on this broadcast today or you're watching a little later and you are unwell in any part of your body, I'd like to pray for you today. There's somebody who joined the call with a migraine. I speak healing to your migraine. I speak total healing to you. And that is not your portion. It's not a family inheritance or heritage. Heritance. No, you will not have a migraine again. I speak healing to you in the name of Jesus. I'd like to speak to those who are broken hearted. Apostle Moses once, once was preaching and shared that the heart 
is a place that needs healing. So for some of us, the Spirit of the Lord is upon us to heal the brokenhearted. It is that important to God that your heart is whole. It's not a by the way. It's not only the physical ailments that we pray for. But for the brokenhearted, you join this call and you're feeling unwell. You don't know why. We were talking about joy and, and, and just being in a mood and you don't know why. You've probably been those people who constantly experience just a fluctuation in mood. And God is saying, receive your healing. Your heart can be made whole. You've been, you, you've lost a loved one and you're dealing with grief, but you don't know who to tell because maybe you feel I need to be strong for so and so. I speak healing to your heart. It's available for your heart to be completely made whole. Receive your healing. You came on this call today and you've just had challenge after challenge. You're going through a season where it's job loss after loss of a loved one, after loss of, of, of maybe an opportunity. I speak healing to you. I want to speak to you to rise up and believe again. Name it's, of Jesus. You're going to win. You are advantaged. You are not at a disadvantage. The devil has lied to you enough today. I come to you as the word of God. And I speak to you to arise, to try again, to look ahead, to see at the end of the tunnel is light. Though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil. So I speak to you to arise. Let your heart arise. Receive healing for your heart this evening. Broken hearts are being mended right now in the mighty name of Jesus. If you have ulcers, stomach ailments, I hear stomach pain, ulcers, um, intestinal obstruction, I speak healing to your digestive system. It will not go wrong. Don't be worried. Don't be afraid. You are the healed of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. I may not have mentioned what it is, but right now, the Holy Spirit is here and he is in your missional community. He is in your car, releasing healing to you right now. There is a lady, you are wearing a red skirt, you are driving and you have had a problem with, with your skin. You have had a problem with your skin. I speak healing to your skin. You are wearing a red skirt. Today. That's the picture that Find I see. Healing. Receive your Find healing. healing. Receive your healing. Receive your Jesus. healing. Everyone, wherever you are, just praying the Spirit right now. Because the Holy Spirit is serving healing. He's serving healing today. He's serving healing to your child today. Your child will make it. Your child will be made well. I speak healing to any child that has been born me and they've said you have the child has sickle cells. They have any deformity. Whatever deformity that is not of God, I speak to it right now and I declare healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. All our children are children of the blessed and they shall grow up and be full of strength and might and they will increase and they will multiply and they will build churches. So your child is whole in the name of Jesus. I reject that doctor's report and I speak that the word of God comes to you speedily. It comes to you very quickly and heals that child right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive your healing for whatever it is wherever you are. The Holy Spirit is here and he's serving. He is serving, so receive it. Somebody Amen. is discouraged and God wants to encourage you this evening. So we take authority over the spirit of discouragement. Somebody is on the verge of giving up. You've tried to build that MC. It's not growing. You're discouraged. Your members are not coming. The answer is in the place of prayer. Amen. The answer is in the secret place. Amen. 
just build a relationship with Jesus build a culture and a habit of prayer of studying the word of meditating on the word that's where your strength comes from mm. the Bible says that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength mm. just begin to wait on the Lord mm. just begin to inquire of his temple mm. just begin to spend time in the presence mm. he's encouraging you right now I take authority over that spirit of discouragement in the name of Jesus Amen. Amen. friends thank you so much for joining us this evening for MC Life now it's time for you to get into your MC you know just to ask those two questions what is Jesus saying to you and what are you going to do about it make sure you get into your hurdles because that's very very important and make sure you get answers to those questions so that you can hold each other accountable thank you so much for joining us for MC Life this evening we love you and remember on Sunday at the concert of the year the concert of the year is Sunday at 4pm right here Moses and friends yes Yes. Please don't miss it's a free concert. Yeah. But it's a fundraising concert. So come with some money to give towards a good cause. Thank you so much for joining us and God bless you. Have a great evening. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555. We're taking territory.